Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 68 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here as always. And man, what a week it has been. I got hit with the flu this time on Monday of this week, middle of the day, my fever spiked. I haven't had a fever and can't even remember, probably since college or even before that. So it's been a long time since I had a fever and uh, developed into the flu. Luckily, took some of that Tamiflu, went to one of those CVS Minute Clinics that evening and uh, I think that definitely helped a lot. I actually feel really good, but uh, still don't sound great. But I got a lot of awesome information for you today. Definitely going to be very relevant for everyone out there. So definitely stay tuned. Really excited to bring you the content. Been thinking about it for the past two weeks. And uh, it's really a great topic that uh, is going to have some actionable items for all you guys out there. And in addition, in the tools section for today, we're going to have some cheaper alternatives to Longtail Pro. And if you've been following along with recent episodes, you know what that's all about. They recently changed their pricing model over to a more subscription-based model. So we'll talk all about that in the tools section based on some feedback I received from some folks via email and uh, via private message earlier in the week. So lots of great information today. Definitely stay tuned and hopefully you can bear with me. If I have to cough during this episode, I will certainly pause and uh, come back and not put those in the episode today if I can avoid it at all costs. And before we get right into the content, I wanted to quickly thank 10 new email subscribers, too, that left their first names, Evan and Viv. Thank you guys so much for subscribing. And if you haven't yet subscribed, head on over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, and you'll instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide as well as my seven simple SEO tips guide as well. Those have been updated um, this past week as well. And while we're on the topic of email subscribers, I wanted to give you guys one actionable tip that you should and can do right away to increase your email subscribers. And what I found on this one particular site that I have that really isn't getting a whole lot of traffic, it's getting some consistent traffic, but it's it's not you know in the thousands of new visitors per month. So it's definitely in the lower range, a couple hundred possibly at the most. And I didn't really think there was a whole lot of active folks. I think most People were going there to look for a particular product, either interested in it and they would potentially buy it, or they would just move on. So it was something that I get occasional sales on maybe once every couple of months, but nothing super active. And on that site, I had just a box in the upper right-hand corner and also along the top that said basically just subscribe to get emails. Um, subscribe to my newsletter, that sort of thing. And something that I know for a fact and something that I just received an email about from the folks at Thrive Leads just before I started to record this episode is that that's one of the worst possible things you can do. And it is so important that everybody is subscribed to so many different things these days. The last thing anyone wants is another newsletter. That is that is one of the worst words you can use these days. And I've seen it on a lot of folks' sites. And in particular, I won't name any names, you know who you are. I just mentioned this to you previously on the uh, Facebook group over the last two weeks that uh, he had it on his site too. It just basically says subscribe to the newsletter and he's, he is getting some subscribers. So he has some content, he has some followers. So people are interested enough to actually still subscribe even though that's all it says on his site. But I guarantee he could probably increase his subscribers tenfold if he only did this one quick thing, which is always to create some sort of value proposition for your customer. Somebody that comes to your website and is going to give up your email, to give up their email address to you really wants something in return, especially these days. People want to keep things private. They're tired of getting spammed in all forms. And email is definitely one of the most coveted things, especially if they're providing you with their most relevant and current email address. A lot of people keep different emails for spams and things like that. But if that person's going to give up their most prized possession, their most used email addresses, you want to make sure you're providing something that is of value to them, something that makes sense for your audience. And if you can just change that wording on that too, instead of subscribe to my newsletter, which really doesn't do anything for them, instead say, Subscribe to get my, like in my case, my keyword research guide or subscribe to get 
the top 10 supplements that are going to give you energy to get through your day, something like that, that is really going to provide some value to your customers, you'll be surprised at the results you might get. So over this uh, couple of, probably let's say over the past month or so, maybe three, four weeks, I did change the email opt-in wording on that site and did provide a quick guide, which is basically just a reproduction of an existing post on that site. And I added in a couple of special tips that will be specific to email subscribers just to make it a little bit unique. But I received six email subscribers in the last three to four weeks. And that's where I had either one or none over the last two years. So it just amazed me that just making that small change and providing some additional value to the customer that I was able to receive six new email subscribers, which tells me there's a lot more folks out there that are actually visiting the site than maybe even Google Analytics is leading up to. I don't, I didn't keep close track. So I know it's a couple hundred last I checked on how many people are actually visiting the site, but that just tells me that there absolutely are visitors out there to the site that are looking for this sort of information. So if you can keep the content up to date, you can reach out to those subscribers, which I just did last night. I reached out to all six of those subscribers, actually provided them some additional tips which is completely unique to my subscriber list, just to say thank you and to keep the interaction going. That's definitely something you're going to want to do. Make sure you change if you have it on your website that just says subscribe to my newsletter. Change that. Work on providing them with some sort of guide. It can just be a one or two page guide. It shouldn't be anything over, you know, five to ten pages. That should be something quick just to reach out to get people used to opening your emails. And it's just a great way to just say thank you for subscribing and here's some value and I hope to provide additional value to you. So that's just something I wanted to mention really quick because it's so important to start building that list and establishing that one-on-one connection with your customers. It'll really do a lot for them. It'll really show that you care and it'll really give you a lot of energy and motivation to keep things up on that site and to do your best work for those customers that you now know are out there, are listening, are subscribing, and are interested in what you have to say. I had to take my first quick pause there to call and now we're much better. Everything is good. It was funny uh, when I got back uh, into working this week, somebody asked me how I was feeling and I said, well, I think at this point I've probably gone from the walking dead to barely alive and today I would say I'm 100% human. So if uh, you like the show Walking Dead, man, what an awesome episode this was this past uh, a week ago. That was amazing, wasn't it? My wife and I are huge Walking Dead fans and getting off on a little bit of a tangent here, but that's one of our favorite shows and wow, that was awesome this week. But that definitely Walking Dead and the zombies that walk around in the show that are called walkers, that's exactly how I felt the first two or three days with this flu this week. So I can definitely relate to that awesome show. You can just tell they put so much effort into every single episode and that's what I hope to do for you guys every week on the podcast. So at any rate, Without further ado, let's get right into the content for this week. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the main content segment today is going to be about different things that are frustrating and that you should be prepared for anytime you're involved in affiliate marketing. So that's going to be the majority of you folks out there or folks that are interested in getting started in affiliate marketing. These are some great things to know up front before you get started so you're not super frustrated down the road and you know what to expect. And I'm going to give you some advice on ways to get around some of these things. So this all stemmed recently from that pricing change in Longtail being a customer of Longtail Pro, being an advocate for Longtail Pro, being that that's one of the main products that I recommend on the site, that had a pretty big effect on me when they had that pricing change recently. It's a product that I consistently get some sales on that I recommend wholeheartedly. Still absolutely the best keyword research tool out there, but all of a sudden they decided to change their pricing model. And this is something that will inevitably happen to you when you promote the products of others. So that is definitely one of the downsides of promoting products of others is that you have very little control over anything as far as the changes to the product itself, changes to pricing, changes to delivery methods, etc., etc. You are basically at the mercy of the vendor and you're hoping that they're doing things that are in the best interests for not only themselves, but for affiliates as well. 
And that may not always be the case. So that's something that you need to know up front. Obviously, if you have your own products or you're selling your own products, you have full control over the product you're delivering. You have control over pricing. You have full access to change those as needed. But, you know, you may be on the other side, too. You may have affiliates that promote your products. So this is something that you might want to keep in mind as well. The more changes that you're making the more you're inconveniencing the folks that are there to help you promote your products and you may be alienating some of those folks and they may be less interested to promote your products which could result in less sales for you down the road. So Longtail Pro is one obvious current relevant example but in the past I've mentioned other issues that I've had as well promoting products of others. So I have a particular niche site that I mentioned that I'm getting the email subscribers on at the top of the show. That same site is centered around mostly one particular product, but it also promotes a couple other related products as well. But that one particular product has gone through a lot of changes over the years, and that relationship with the vendor is somewhat difficult to maintain and establish. A lot of times when you become an affiliate for a product, you don't necessarily have a direct line to that person. Usually there'll be an email, so a primary contact for that site. And usually they're pretty responsive if you have questions or you want to reach out to them. Generally speaking, they will respond to you and you can establish a relationship that way. But in most cases, there's not an email list for subscribers to be uh, signed up for. So anytime there's changes to the product changes to the pricing or just wholesale changes in general, you may not know about them until they're already in effect and you may not find out about them until if somebody happens to reach out and say, hey, your content as far as pricing goes or some of the information you have is no longer relevant, it's not working, maybe your link isn't working anymore. All those things can happen and you may be the last to know about them. So if it's a site that's not getting a ton of traffic, a ton of sales, it may take you a long time to figure that out if you're not constantly keeping up to date, checking your affiliate links, making sure the information on the sales pages is still relevant. That's something that you're really going to want to do on a regular basis. So if you're promoting a lot of different products and you have a lot of different niche sites, that can take some time. That's something you're going to have to set aside some time, maybe at least once a month where you're going to go out there, validate that those links work, make sure the contents on your site is still relevant, the pricing is still relevant, because I ran into this not only with Longtail Pro, but with this particular product as well. When I was testing out my links to Longtail Pro and I found that they weren't working, and the way that I found out about that is I typically will get some re regular recurring sales, so maybe I'll get at least a sale per week for Longtail Pro or something that's going to trigger that somebody either signed up for a free trial or I'm getting I'm getting some sort of traffic that tells me my links are still working, people are still out there, everything is working fine. I noticed that for two or three weeks I didn't get any activity as far as Longtail Pro links went. So I went out and started to test my affiliate links and the one for the Longtail Pro Lifetime Platinum Access no longer worked at all. So there it was, the smoking gun. That was exactly why I stopped getting some activity because that link no longer worked. So in that case, I initially reached out directly to the affiliate folks at Longtail Pro and said, hey, what's going on? My affiliate link no longer works. And they confirmed. They said, yep, sure enough, uh, that is going to be going away. There's going to be a brand new pricing model that's coming out for Longtail Pro in a week. Spencer's going to be coming out with those details. That was, you know, several weeks ago. And uh, they just discontinued that specific link prior to announcing any sort of information. So all affiliates that were promoting that would have been affected. They wouldn't have received a heads up prior. So that type of thing, if you're getting it, especially if you're getting heavy traffic, usually you may get some notice from customers that say, hey, what's going on here? Your links aren't working. But in many cases, if somebody's just coming from a Google search, they're looking for information, it looks like that post is going to be relevant to them. And you say, hey, I have lifetime platinum access for a discount. They come 
jump to your website, click on a link, and the link is either broken or it takes them to some other page that's completely irrelevant, they're not going to return to your site. They're just going to say, hey, this guy's trying to scam me or something's going on. This person doesn't keep up their website. So you're going to potentially lose a lot of brand new visitors that way that aren't going to hang around your site. They're just going to assume that uh, your website isn't the place for that information and move on. So that can definitely have a negative effect on your site. It can increase bounce rates and things like that. So so not only will these changes from vendors affect you from obviously eliminating potential sales if your links are changing and not working anymore, but it can have a negative effect on your site overall as far as increasing bounce rate. And uh, it could affect your rankings potentially too. The longer that these things are out there with broken links or not working links and you don't know about them, the longer that happens, the worse it is. So you definitely want to check your links at least on a monthly basis if you have a lot of different products, let's say you're promoting 50 different products, which would be, you know, really difficult to maintain, it's going to take you a lot longer to do. So maybe you check, you know, certain product links or certain different uh, posts, you know, some of your most common and most visited posts first, and then maybe some of your less visited pages less often. At least that would be a great start to, you know, make sure you're keeping up with things and make sure things are still relevant. But another thing you're going to definitely want to do along those lines is make sure you're promoting different products and make sure that if you do have specific vendors that are really problematic, they don't communicate whatsoever, they change their pricing every week. And believe me, there are people out there, vendors, products out there that think they are needing to change the pricing. The pricing isn't working. They're tweaking things. And maybe early on that makes sense. They want to hit that right price where it makes sense that they're getting the most sales, the most conversions. Of course, you want to make sure that they're doing that because that's going to result in uh, better sales for you as well. But if they're doing that on an every month basis for over a year and they're just not getting to that point where it makes sense for you to keep your content up to date that often and having to change things, that may not be a vendor for you. You may be able to find another vendor that does have more stable pricing. It may not be 100% ideal for you, but if it's a competing product, it serves the need, it's going to meet the needs of your customers, it's going to solve their problems. Maybe that other vendor that is more stable, that is more proactive, maybe that's going to make more sense for you because this takes your time, it takes your effort, and it can be frustrating the more you have to change your content to meet the whims of the vendors that you have, it may make sense to search out a better vendor. So keep that in mind too. Or it may also make sense to promote multiple different products for the same type of issue. So you may say, hey, here's one particular product at this price point. Here's another one at a slightly different price point, but they're both great products. They're both great products that I have experience with, and I recommend both products wholeheartedly. And another potential thing that you might run into is, let's say, you're promoting a particular training program or something that is relevant at the time that it was released, but maybe that person no longer maintains that training program or after a year or so, maybe it becomes irrelevant and you have little control over that. You want to plan for that from the start. So you got to look at some of these things as maybe they're going to be short-term opportunities to help your customers, but you're going to have to stay in tune with the latest information and maybe somebody else is going to have to come out with the next more relevant training program. Ideally, you'd have a vendor that is in tune with their customers and wants to get more sales for them and to keep them in the loop and to make sure that they get the most relevant information. And they maybe they're going to update that training program and provide lifetime access to that to their customers. Or they're going to come out with the next version that you can promote as well, a version 2.0 or a 3.0. That might be a brand new fee, brand new sign up, but at least it's going to be continuously updated, continuously relevant, and it's something that you can continue to promote years to come. That would really be ideal. And some of the things that come to mind, like for instance, uh, I know Jessica LaRue has her Amazon bootcamp training program. And after the first year or two, she updated that with a new version, some new ways to source products from Amazon. And I'm an affiliate for her. She has a great training program, hands-on training program. So that's an example of they, they are great vendors. They've always been awesome. They've always been super helpful. They've always been very generous to affiliates and helpful with 
them, and they always reach out anytime there's going to be a new update or new things like that. That's a perfect example of an excellent vendor where so many times that the vendors that you're supporting, they're probably grateful for the additional revenue you're bringing in, but they don't take the chance, they don't take the time to reach out. They don't develop a, a list of affiliates where they can reach out to folks and keep them in tune, keep them abreast of changes prior to them happening so that you don't get dead links. So those are the types of vendors and relationships that you really want to seek out and reach out to them. See if they have an email list that you can get on to keep up to date with any of that. It's really easy to reach out and just say, hey, I uh, thank you for allowing me to be an affiliate. Do you have a list I can get on to make sure that um, you know I'm up to date on anything anytime you guys make changes and maybe if they don't maybe they'll create one maybe they'll say hey that's a great idea you know i would be more than happy to create that so it's it's great to be able to establish those relationships and you can find renders out there that do have that great hands-on relationship and um, those are the ones you really want to treasure because they're few and far between but along those same lines you do want to try to find um, vendors that will maintain that relationship, update their products, and continue to do so. But keep in mind that when you do promote a training product or something like that that may have a shelf life that is maybe only a year or a little bit longer, that there is an end date in sight. So you want to be prepared that once that eight-month time frame, eight to ten months starts rolling around, you want to be looking to see, is that content being updated? Is there another potential better training program that's more relevant for that particular point in time that you could look into testing, look into potentially starting to promote for something new in the next couple of months. So that's something you want to always have in the back of your mind. What am I promoting that may no longer be relevant? Maybe there's something new out there I need to shift focus. Maybe the price has changed. Maybe some folks that are just brand new starting out are going to want something that's a little bit cheaper, that makes more sense for somebody on a limited budget. Those are definitely the things that you want to be aware of ahead of time. It's not just, hey, I found this awesome product that I'm going to promote. This is going to be my key to financial freedom and I'm just going to keep promoting that as best I can and everything is going to be good. It doesn't work like that and if you think it does, you're going to be really frustrated and when those changes do happen down the road, you're going to be liable to just want to give up and quit. I've been there with certain products where I put my all of my effort, I put three months time into them and I was a promoter of a discount. I always like to provide discounts wherever I can as an incentive and I was one of the only ones promoting that particular product discount and I was the only one ranking for that. At least I was the highest ranking person for that and very few other people were ranking for that. And that was resulting in some sales for me. And then all of a sudden I found out without notice that the discount for that product was completely gone. No warning, no nothing. And I reached out to that particular vendor and said, hey, what happened here? I was ranking really well. I put a lot of effort into ranking for those terms and now it's gone. And the main response was just pretty much, yep, sure enough. Uh, we thought that devalued our brand was the exact words that were used and we no longer thought that a discount was appropriate. We are a premium product. We think it deserves a premium price and uh, that's why we got rid of it. We apologize ahead of time, but thank you for promoting our products and I hope you continue to do so. It was basically the gist of it and I was really bothered by that. You know, that was the first time that at the time I was promoting very few products and I was just starting out. So that was a big hit to me, but not, not only for all of the effort that I felt that I put in to promoting this person's product, but it, it was just really devastating for me at the time, and it made me want to just give up. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that, that was the first time I found out about these types of things that I'm mentioning to you here today in an effort to inform you now so that you're not hit with it, big unexpected, you know, occurrence in the future. And to me, that really took me a while. It took me 
I remember speaking to about that specifically to my wife saying, man, I just put all this effort into it and look what happened. I've, you know, my sales are going to drop. The discount that I was providing is gone. Folks aren't going to come to my website, doom and gloom, blah, 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 blah. And I remember my wife saying, well, maybe it's not worth your effort. You know, maybe you're spent, you spent those three months. I know you put a lot of work into that. And if they're just going to go do that, maybe this just isn't for you. And I thought long and hard about that. And I really you know, for a brief moment, I would say probably for a couple of hours, I did think about that. I said, you know, you're probably right, man. This is this is a lot of effort. Just to have the rug pulled out from under me is kind of how I felt at that point in time. And that can really have a devastating effect on your plans. And if if you're not aware of that, it could derail your efforts. You could stop. You could never pick up things again just from that one occurrence. And that's really my goal today is to make you aware of these things. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. These things do happen. And it it just emphasizes the point that you really want to be diversified in the products that you're promoting and be aware of this. Think about that in terms of your content. I had a lot of information about discounts and specific prices for these products all over my content. And luckily it was a small content website, maybe 10 or so posts. So it wasn't, you know, a ton of information that I had to go back out there and update and change. But this um, long tail pro pricing change did bring to that to light as well that I had a lot of content out there that was specific to pricing that I now had to go back and I actually did do that this past um, uh, week ago I changed all the content as far as long tail pro lifetime access goes and things like that so that's all been updated but I'm fully prepared that hey what if their pricing model doesn't work what if they find that their pricing is too high and they want to go back and add in a lifetime option to long tail pro I'm going to have to go back back and change some of that content. So I'm aware of that. It was a bit of a hit, but at the same time, that did force me to say, hey, I'm going to go out there and look for some additional new products or existing products that I may already be promoting, but maybe on a lesser scale to meet the needs of customers that might be looking for lower pricing or might be looking for something that does have a discount. I had to go back and do that, and it was no big deal. I mean, sure, yeah, absolutely. I was disappointed that Longtail Pro Platinum no longer has a lifetime um, access because that's what I signed up for. That's what I have. And that's what so many customers on the site were grateful to be able to sign up for to avoid monthly fees, to avoid annual fees. And the good thing is that everybody that has lifetime access to Longtail Pro Platinum will get to keep that. So that's great that they're honoring that. But at the same time, I really hope they do bring that back. It provides a lot of value to customers. I really do love the Longtail Pro Platinum product and I know they're going to continue to do some great updates. There's going to be a lot of other changes going forward and I want to make sure that all folks are aware of that and that they can take advantage of that. And um, it, it is unfortunate. Certainly it was disappointing that that change happened and my discounted link to Lifetime Platinum no longer worked and it's no longer a valid option. But it was not devastating. It was, you know, disappointing for a day. I'm still a bit disappointed and I made sure I reached out to them to um, voice my displeasure and the displeasure of a lot of folks that reach out to me in these past couple of weeks. So they're aware. A lot of folks that did reach out to me, I asked them to reach out to them directly too as well. And they got back to them. And they tried to accommodate some of those folks. So I know they're hearing it. And I know that in those cases, it definitely does affect them. So if you are displeased by something a vendor is doing, make sure you know that. Say, hey, I've been promoting your product faithfully for X number of months or years. And I understand that you have the full right to make the changes as you feel necessary. But just so you know, it is affecting me. It is forcing us to change the content. And customers, you know, are contacting me if they are, in fact, contacting you to voice their displeasure. Make sure you let them know that because they'll realize that the changes that they're making are having downstream effects for all of their affiliates. And maybe they'll think twice about making those changes or maybe they'll be more responsive. So definitely those are things to keep in mind. Definitely some diversification in the things that you promote in the different products don't have if you do have one site that's focused on one particular product 
keep a backup in mind. Be sure you have some other products that maybe they're not ideal, but if it does get to a point where you're just having to spend too much work promoting that particular product that you do, make sure you have a plan B. Make sure you're ready to switch over to this other. It may be slightly inferior to the other product, but if it's going to bring more consistency for you and your customers, it may be a better fit for you. So have some diversity in the things you promote. Make sure you're keeping up to date on things within your niche. So if you are promoting a particular product, maybe there's new products out there that might meet the need better, or maybe there's something that you can add to the products that you promote so that you have more opportunity to pull from different revenue sources and you don't depend on any one thing. And that same thing goes for different affiliate programs as well. So for example, if your sites are focused 100% on AdSense, or let's say even 75 to 50% on AdSense income, you need to be very careful because it's possible to get your AdSense account banned and then you would lose your entire source of revenue. So let's say you're promoting only AdSense or let's say you're promoting only products on Amazon and then all of a sudden you live in a state that Amazon no longer supports affiliates for, which has happened previously as well. If all of your sources of income are from one specific vendor, that is a very um, slippery slope. You don't you don't want to do that. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. That really holds true. You want to try to have as many multiple methods of income sources as possible. And maybe you have one site that is 100% Amazon focused, which is fine if that meets the needs and you're fully aware of the risks involved there. But maybe you have other sites that are different focus. Maybe you use Walmart, Target, Home Depot, other different sources. Or maybe you ideally you can mix multiple sources on one site. In that way, if you do lose one revenue source, that won't put you completely out of business as far as your niche sites go. So that not only applies to directly just to specific products, but that can also apply to affiliate relationships in general. So keep that in mind as well. So I just wanted to kind of hit home that diversity is important, not only in the different products that you might be promoting, but the different ways you're promoting them. Like for example, like I said, all AdSense or all Amazon or all one product obviously would be one big red flag. So keep that in mind. Just try to have multiple ways you can get money make sure you're keeping up in the industry with products, new products that are coming out, new training programs that are coming out. And of course, if you do have an email list, which you definitely should have, or a private Facebook group or something with your audience present, you can always poll them as well and say, hey, I know you guys use uh, XYZ product. Are there any products that you're looking into or any products that you're using or would like to use that might serve a better purpose for you? Any Anything new that you're interested in having me take a look at and review potentially? That's a great way to get some additional ideas on maybe other products that you could add to your lineup. So those are some very, very, very important things that I wanted to nail home today. So at this point, I think you can realize how important that is. And now you are well informed. And when that inevitably does happen sometime down the road, you're fully prepared and your reaction to it won't be as negative and devastating as it was for me initially several years ago. So hopefully that is helpful for you and very relevant. And let's get right into our tools segment of the week, which is very related to everything we just talked about. And like I mentioned, the tool of the week this week is going to be a cheaper alternative to Longtail Pro. And the reason for this is Evan reached out to me via email and I got several other mentions as well. And I saw several folks mentioning this in the post that Spencer put out about the new pricing model. And several of them actually have been either not published or been removed from the comment section on that post. So I know they're getting a lot of information about folks not being happy about the pricing. And uh, even if you don't see them there on that post on Spencer's site anymore, the information is being heard and it is being, um, I definitely encourage you to continue to complain about that to them if that is an issue for you. But um, as a result, I was asked if I could come up with a list of some alternatives that are more inexpensive to Longtail Pro, even though Longtail Pro continues to be my favorite tool and the best tool out there in my opinion. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, the pricing is going to possibly put some people aside. I still think it's actually a pretty decent deal. That what their new pricing model is now is um, Longtail Pro is now thirty seven dollars per month, or it's an annual fee of three hundred fifty two dollars on a full price basis. Or if you go through my link, nichesitetools.com forward slash longtail pro, you will still get a discount that'll give you the yearly access for $297. And previously, you could get the lifetime access to Longtail Pro Platinum for $297. So it is obviously more because you're paying that on an annual basis. But the good part is they are throwing in more features for you. So you're getting access to Longtail University, their training program, which used to be $100. And they're also giving you access to a brand new tool, which is called Same ID, which does competitor research, and that they are listing as a $278 normal price. So you're getting those two. The Longtail University training program is actually lifetime access to that, and then you get annual, annual access to the Same ID competitor research tool. And in addition to that, they're providing a private Facebook group only for Longtail Pro Platinum customers. So you are getting a lot more. Um, access to different tools and their training program and the private Facebook group for direct contact and questions. So you are getting access to a lot more for that $297 discounted annual fee. So it's not like they're just upping the price just to do it. But And in addition to that, they're going to be coming out with a lot more additions to the product itself, a lot more features. There's been talk possibly that it may go over to a web-based tool, which would make it available anywhere. I'm not sure if that is in the near term, but there, there's a lot of other things. So the reason for them increasing the price is to also spend more money and effort on making the product better. So I don't fault them for doing that, especially after the research that I've done to find different alternatives that are cheaper, which I'm going to talk about momentarily here. But the downside is that, of course, anytime there's a huge change like that, there's going to be a negative reaction. And a lot of folks are going to miss out and potentially not be able to get the product that they were looking for. So that's unfortunate. Who knows what their pricing might change to in the future. But in all likelihood, this is going to be their model going forward. And they're probably not going to look back once the dust settles. So that it is what it is. No sense in uh, crying over spilt milk. So like I said, it's out of your control. You can express your concern and uh, let them know what your thoughts are. But in reality, it's up to them. They're going to change the pricing how they want to. And um, you'll just have to either continue to promote it and uh, continue to use it as a great product like it is or give up and try to promote something else completely. But uh, I'm not giving up on them. I think it is still a great product. And absolutely, if you are interested in checking it out, definitely get that discount rather than paying full price. But um, what we want to talk about now is cheaper alternatives in case you are on a limited budget and can't uh, pay that $297 fee. Here's what I found. Surprisingly, I took a look at so many different uh, tools that are out there, ones I knew about that I've um, heard about in the past, and then I also did research to find uh, most of the relevant articles in the last six months or so on what everybody was talking about, what tools other people are using, and I've compiled that list, and I have that data to present for you here. And really, the most shocking thing to me was how expensive all the tools are out there these days. Now, I fully understand why they increase their price as well. And uh, literally, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different uh, tool keyword research tools out here. And all of them, every single one of them except one, has very high monthly fees and annual fees, very similar or much higher than Longtail Pro. And I was really floored by that. I think a lot of these folks must be not focusing on the little guys anymore and focusing more on enterprise customers or customers that are e-commerce sites that have a lot more money, a lot more higher budgets and things like that because I really can't fathom somebody paying, for example, one of these tools goes up to $5,499 per year. And of course, they're going to have to be geared more towards enterprise customers because I know very few people that could uh, stomach a cost like that unless you are a, you know, really, really high income um, e-commerce type site or doing, you know, volumes of, you know, millions of hits or, 
you know, really, really, really high traffic site. You know, we'll give you a brief uh, listing of all the different product names that I've looked into and some rough pricing for you. But the bottom line is there is only one product that I found that is actually less expensive than uh, Longtail Pro. But I'm very happy to say it's my old friend Market Samurai. I was really pleasantly surprised to see that because that's really how I got started, actually. I can give you a quick story. Initially, my site was nichesitetool.com, and the whole reason I created the site early on several years ago, four, probably four years ago at this point, 2016, yeah, I think it was about four years ago at this point, was to promote Market Samurai. I loved the product, and I'd heard about it through Pat Flynn's website, and it was really helpful to me when creating niche sites, and uh, that was the reason I started the site way back when. So that was an old friend. It was like uh, putting on an old jacket. It just felt right, you know. (laughs) Everything was good with the world. So it was good to see that they still have a one-time pricing model, and their listing uh, shows a price of $147, but it's actually not. If you go through my link, which is nichesitetools.com forward slash market samurai, you can sign up for the free trial there, which I think is a 12-day trial. And when you do that, it, there's no credit card required, nothing special to get that free trial. And I absolutely encourage you to do so. You can test out the product and check it out. But during those first six days when you do sign up, you will get a notice that you can get 35% off. So you can actually get it for $97 one-time fee, lifetime upgrades. Life is good. And I actually reached out to them. It's been probably a year, year and a half since I've used it. And I said, hey, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Um, Let me know what's been updated since then, what's going on at Market Samurai so that I know it's still relevant. I mentioned specifically to them, said, hey, um, Longtail Pro, one of your prime competitors just upped their price. So you guys might want to know about that. I think you guys can take advantage of that and put out some information to your customers to let them know that, hey, this, our product is still here, still relevant, still great, and uh, still only a one-time fee. And they got back to me in a couple hours, which was great to see. I saw that uh, their help, their support has always been helpful and really responsive and a really personal touch. They really, it's not a canned response. It's not a try this, try this, do that when you get a support response. It's really tailored to your particular problem and they're really responsive. So that was good to see. He said, absolutely, the the product is essentially the same as it was a year and a half ago. We're still making updates. So things are quicker now. But the core functionality, what you're used to using a year and a half ago, is going to be essentially the same. You're going to see the same screens, same everything's going to function as it has. Customers are still happy. We get emails from them all the time. And it's just basically it is what it is. It works well, and uh, we haven't made a lot of wholesale changes to it. So I was glad to hear that, actually. With all the changes that are going on, it was really good to see that there was something that was familiar and that just worked well, and they have uh, worked on increasing the speed of that product, which was my primary complaint um, a couple of years ago, which is why I actually switched to Longtail Pro. But uh, I fired up my copy, and it installed, since it's been about a year and a half, it installed maybe 50 or so updates. You could see what the updates were, and you could scroll through those if you wanted to see, but no real reason for me to do that. I just went ahead and updated it fully to the latest version, and much to my surprise, it was super fast. And, you know, Not just a slight improvement in speed, it was almost comparable to Longtail Pro. I'm not going to say it was 100% as fast, but uh, where in Longtail Pro would probably possibly take you maybe 15 seconds for your query to return the results. This probably took 20 to 25, where previously when I would have potential issues, it would take minutes to get those results back. So I was really happy to see that. That was my primary complaint with Market Samurai. So it was really good to see that they have made some big strides in increasing the speed of the product. Hopefully that continues. It was good to see that the product is essentially the same. I jumped in there, ran some quick queries, and it was exactly how I remember. So a lot of really positive things to take from that. So I was really happy to see that. So that's going to be the product for anyone that doesn't have the funds to go ahead and jump in on the new pricing for Longtail Pro. I'm absolutely wholeheartedly going to recommend that you check out uh, Market Samurai and especially sign up for that free trial. And I have some great content, which is evergreen content on the site, which I created a while back that I went through, took a look at, updated, made any changes that I thought I needed to. 
but essentially everything is just as relevant as it was when I created the content. So I did make some quick updates and uh, made sure everything is current as far as links and pricing and everything is good. And that is going to be posted in the show notes for this episode. So it's going to be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 68. And what I'm also going to do is hopefully over the next week or so is actually create a post entitled inexpensive or cheaper alternatives to Longtail Pro so that I have something that's out there and it's standalone content uh, for folks that are interested in finding cheaper alternatives to Longtail Pro. So that's going to be my primary recommendation and my only one based on the research that I did. Everything that I found was a monthly subscription or annual subscription and it was either comparable or much higher than Longtail Pro. So really Market Samurai is the only one that I found that does have the fixed fee and uh, at $97, very inexpensive compared to the competing products. But I will quickly mention the other tools that I um, did look into and give you some rough info on pricing. So these are probably other tools that you've heard of. And one quick thing to mention as well, several of them did have free products or did sell kind of try to pitch you that their products are free when in fact they are not. Several of them had free tools, but they were very limited. Or when you did go to try to get the results for the keywords you were looking for, you could see uh, different keyword phrases, but you couldn't see all the information you wanted. You couldn't see the cost per click value. You couldn't see the amount of search traffic. All that was grayed out. So you had no choice but to upgrade to their pro version, which is the costly version. So none of them had a fully functional free work version that would give you any information that was useful to you if you're used to or wanting to use a tool like Market Samurai or like Longtail Pro, which is a full-featured product. None of them had it. I tried all the free versions that were out there, and none of them had anything useful that was free. So here's what they were really quick. So I looked at SEMrush, KeywordTool.io, BuzzSumo, Keyword Finder, the Moz Keyword Difficulty Tool, Keyword Canine, and of course, um, I'm familiar with Longtail Pro and Market Samurai. So those are the main ones that I looked at, probably all ones you've heard of. And let me go through pricing real quick, not that it's going to be super relevant, but just just for comparison purposes. SEM Rush was monthly $69 to $549 per month or $699 to $5,499 per year. Again, I'm not actually making any judgment onto the usefulness of the products at this point. I just wanted to merely present the pricing and uh, let you know, make your own comparisons. But the next one was KeywordTool.io. That was either $48, $68, or $88 a month, or $460, $653, or $854 per year. BuzzSumo was the next one. That was $99 a month, or $948 per year. Then there was Keyword Finder, which was $29 to $49 a month, or $149 to $290 annually. There was the Moz Keyword Difficulty Tool, which is actually part of a suite of products that Moz has called Moz Pro. And depending on the number of campaigns, number of keywords, etc., the price varies greatly. It goes from $99 to $599 a month or $328 a year to $1,438 per year. Keyword Canine was $47 a month or $297 a year. And then, of course, Longtail Pro is $37 per month, $352 per year. Or if you go through my discount link, you can get it for $297 per year. So as you can see, that was those were quite high as far as pricing goes and completely unexpected. I thought some of those tools actually were one-time fee products or um, very much cheaper on a monthly basis, but really none of them were. And that was really surprising to me, and that kind of hits home why the folks at Longtail Pro increase their pricing, like I said, but it does highlight that Market Samurai is an absolute awesome value. I actually let them know that. I said, please, whatever you do, don't change your pricing model. Um, if you you would probably, you know, I didn't say this to them, but if they were to increase their price to have it actually be 147 instead of the discounted $97 rate you can get through my link, I think it would still be a great value. And I think they could still go up to $197 probably would be 
Yeah, it's still a really relevant price point and still a great value. So I didn't tell them that. Don't tell them that. Hopefully they're not listening. But I did express that I think they're in a great spot right now. Even if they didn't do anything to change their product other than to keep it up to date security-wise and uh, you know continue to increase the speed as much as they can and, and make things current, other than doing that, they really don't have to do anything, and I think they could get a ton of sales, especially now that the uh, you know the the vast majority or all of their competitors are charging much higher fees. So I, I did reach out and I specifically said, hey, if you can pass along to your marketing team that uh, you guys are in a great spot now, please don't change this pricing model. I think it'll you know allow you guys to have great success if you stick with it. And he was really thankful for that and appreciative. And he said he was forwarding my information directly to the marketing team and he thought they would be uh, very appreciative of that information. And it's great to see they are still as focused on customers as they were several years ago when I um, had interacted with them uh, on a more regular basis. So it's great to see they've been out there for years and years and years. It's a solid product. It works really well. I have some uh, detailed, very detailed information on how to use Market Samurai, how to get the most out of it. And uh, again, I will post that in the show notes, nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 68. And again, I will be doing a follow-up post only. It won't be a podcast episode specifically detailing some of the pricing that I mentioned and listing Market Samurai as my recommended keyword research tool for anybody looking for cheaper alternatives to Longtail Pro. And I can see we're quickly approaching the 50-minute mark, and normally I like to keep things a little bit on the shorter side, but I had a lot of content that I wanted to get to you guys today that I thought was absolutely relevant and so important for you guys to hear. So hopefully you appreciated this episode this week. And uh, one other quick thing, since I started out this year with the back pain, if you've been following along, and then the flu this week, it's it's been a rough start. And I want to give you permission, not that you need it from me, of course, but if you haven't been, if your year hasn't been going exactly how you want, and maybe you had some resolutions or things you were hoping to hit, get healthier, do exercise more, Forget about anything that's gotten in your way that maybe has been a stumbling block. Maybe you've been sick. Maybe you just haven't gotten around to it. Maybe other things have come up. Don't worry about the reasons that you haven't yet hit your goals or you haven't gotten started. Start today. Get going today. Start a fresh year. I think this is a leap month, isn't it? This is February, and I'm pretty sure there's a 29 in there. Yeah, there is. February 29th is coming up. Use that as your brand new new year if you want to, if you need to have, uh, sounds like a fun way to do it. Celebrate a new year on February 29th on that leap day. We all have stumbling blocks or setbacks or reasons why things might not go as planned. And they, for me, like they may be completely out of your control. You might not have the ability to prevent the back pain or prevent yourself from getting the flu or whatever might have come across your path. But the most important part is to not let that define you. Don't let that be a hindrance to the point where it affects all of your ability to move forward. Today is a brand new day. You can get started. Take that first step. Take those continued steps to keep moving on from where you were. If you are stuck somewhere and just need some help, reach out to folks that can help you. If that's related to websites or niche ideas, definitely jump on over to nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind and jump in the private Facebook group. We'd be glad to help. As always, you can reach out to me, chris at nichesitetools.com at any time and really just make some progress today so that your hopes and dreams for the future can come true. And with that, I'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you again in two weeks. Bye-bye now. 